Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> it's the music show, and I don't have any opening music. Oh, hang on. Maybe I do. <laughs> Jeez. season, so the film award season kind of calms down, and then 
soon as we get through the new year, which, God, tomorrow's New Year's Eve, can you believe it? Um, it'll all get started again um, with the Golden Globe Awards uh, very soon. In fact, that's going to be next Sunday night. Uh, so we'll be back in full swing, and then before we know it, the Oscar nominations will be out. Um, so it was announced that 347 feature films are in contention for this year's 2018 Best Picture Oscar, which is about the average number of movies that um, usually get considered. Um, so there'll be 347 total feature films that got in all their paperwork and everything else. Um, okay, hang on while I upload another file. <laughs> see. Okay. Yeah, so you get to get to listen to technical things as we go along. Uh, okay. Um, so one of the big things that happened uh, since uh, in the last two weeks um, was the complete shortlists. For the first time, we got shortlists in. You know, typically in the Oscar season, you get um, shortlists announced for like documentary feature, documentary short subject, you know, foreign language film, and they were all announced at different times. Um, but now they decided this year for the 91st Oscars that they would announce shortlists for nine categories, um, including ones we haven't gotten shortlists before on, and two of them happen to be music, the two music categories. So we now have an actual more shortlist and a better idea of just what might get nominated when it comes to the music categories. So the shortlist announced for this year's Oscar so far, um, documentary feature. Uh, there were 166 films originally submitted in the category, and they'll be voting. Um, and from this list, I'm from the shortlist, I won't go through the complete list of the shortlist in the interest of time. Um, but my predictions for the nominees from this list for documentary feature, um, I'm pretty sure Free Solo will get in there. Um, RBG, no doubt. Won't You Be My Neighbor, probably the favorite to win. Um, amazing documentary. Um, let's see, The Silence of Others, possibly. Uh, Fathers and Sons, I've heard a lot of good things about. Minding the Gap. So I think it's going to be amongst those films that will probably be the nominees for documentary feature. Um, and speaking of documentary feature, the Academy also announced a new theatrical screening program called Oscar Spotlight Documentary Feature Shortlist. And this is going to be a new program showcasing the 15 shortlisted documentary feature films that are in contention for the 91st Oscars. And they will be screened together theatrically in 13 cities nationwide starting tomorrow, the January 21st. The participating theaters in this will include the AMC Theater Chain, Alamo Drafthouse Cinema, and Lemley Theaters. Um, so if you're in the cities of Austin, Boston, Chicago, Dallas-Fort Worth, Denver, the Los Angeles area, New York, Phoenix, Raleigh, San Francisco – Santa Barbara, Seattle, or Washington, D.C., you can actually catch all of the documentaries on the documentary shortlist. So in the documentary short subject category, um, looks like they've got about 10 on the shortlist. Uh, I'm trying to think if I saw any of these, and I haven't, so I won't make any predictions in that. In the foreign language film category shortlist, nine films are advancing in the next round. 87 films had originally been considered. Um, it's safe to say that this category is probably Roma's to win, although Cold War has been getting a lot of press, so I'm sure both, we'll see both of those nominated, Cold War from Poland and Roma from Mexico. Um, so Makeup and Hairstyling, uh, where seven films are advancing in the short list. The seven films are Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, Border, Mary Queen of Scots, Stan and Ollie, Suspiria, and Vice. Um, my predictions, probably Black Panther, 
Bohemian Rhapsody, and probably Vice. Vice certainly deserves it. Man, talk about that makeup on Dick Cheney. Um, let's see. In the music original score category, 15 scores are going on. Annihilation, Avengers Infinity War, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Crazy Rich Asians, The Death of Stalin, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, First Man, If Beale Street Could Talk, Isle of Dogs, Mary Poppins Returns, A Quiet Place, Ready Player One, and Vice. Some scores to move on. Uh, definitely Black Panther. Um, definitely hope Black Klansman. Um, First Man, If Beale Street Could Talk, possibly Mary Poppins Returns, um, A Quiet Place maybe would get in there. And even some of these scores are going to be mentioned uh, today on my show. So, In the original song category, 15 songs are advancing in that category. 90 songs were originally eligible. Um, when a Cowboy Trades the Spurs for Wings from Ballad of Buster Scruggs. So I, I won't go through the list. <laughs> but um, animated short film and live-action short film shortlists were announced. Let's see if we got any other ones. And the visual effects category. Um, there's a 10-film shortlist in visual effects. And if I had to predict the nominees in that category, I think we'll see Avengers Infinity War, Black Panther definitely, Christopher Robin maybe, um, Solo, a Star Wars story, did make the list here. I'm not sure if it'll... It, it may get in there. Ready Player One, probably. Mary Poppins Returns could possibly get in there. So so all the short lists we do have out uh, all at one time, which I thought was pretty cool uh, to have those all together. So Anyway, so yes, this is my annual year-end music show. Um, so I appreciate you listening in whenever you happen to be catching it. And like I said, most, most likely you're catching this on the archive. Um, since, since it's hard to tell whenever I'll be doing a live show. Um, we are getting some of the other shows scheduled. Um, I think Darney, Jamie, and I will be doing our um, 10 Best Films of the Year show on uh, January 14th on our usual Monday night time slot. Um, so, so yeah, as I said, just keep checking blogtalkradio.com slash Oscar Oscar um, as a lot of the times will vary um, for uh, – when when I can do the show, just kind of having to fit it in where I can. So so anyway, so a little bit about the annual music show, if this is your first time listening. Uh, this is where I basically um, celebrate the year's best film music by counting down my choices for the best original scores and best original film songs of this year. Um, and like I said, I don't have any specific rules like the Academy does, except that they are original pretty much. So, um, So let's start out on the song side. This year I have nine for each, nine original songs and nine original scores. Uh, and we'll start with number nine, and this is one of the ones I mentioned that is on the Oscar shortlist. Um, oh, and by the way, uh, as I always say with this music show, uh, this doesn't necessarily mean that I've seen all of these films. Um, a lot of times these are just – because I, I want these choices to be based on you know, the quality of the scores themselves, uh, the quality of the original songs, um, but a lot of these I have seen, so – so sometimes I may not be able to talk about the specific film, but um, especially on the film score side, you know, for those of us that really love movies, I love a great film score. And uh, there's been a number of scores that I've listened to even before the, I've seen the films. Um, so anyway, so let's start out on the original song side with my number nine choice. And this is just such a great kind of fun country song from The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Uh, it's called When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings. This is performed by Willie Watson and Tim Blake Nelson. Uh, so here it is, my choice at number nine. Will I upload some more? Mm -hmm. 
Let me tell you, buddy, there's a faster gun coming over yonder when tomorrow comes. Let me tell you, buddy, and it won't be long till you find yourself singing your last cowboy song. Here's the Kaya when the roundup ends. Here's the Kaya and the campfire dims. Here's the Kaya he shouts and he sings. When a cowboy trades his furs for wings. When they wrap my Thin sheep, and I take my six eyes, pull the boots from my feet. Unsaddle my pony, she'll be itching to roam. I'll be halfway to heaven under horsepower of my own. Yes, song from a movie like that so my number nine choice on the original song side when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings from the ballad of buster scruggs which is currently showing on netflix um so now the original score side this is the side i you know i'm usually the most excited about um because i just i love a great film score and i love innovative film scores especially um you know ones that are really advancing uh, the medium or the art of original film music um but the one I have at my number nine position is one that I, I think is such a great you know, throwback to some of the great sweeping magical kind of film scores that um, – especially that we've associated with Disney. Um, and, of course, this one I'm talking is Mark Shaman's score for Mary Poppins Returns. This is a film I've yet to see, but just based on the previews, you can tell that this you – know, and, and based on a lot of the reviews too, uh, that this is a great whimsical you know, sequel – to you know, a film back from the 60s that I think a lot of us can remember watching as a kid, um, and I've loved listening to the score and just you know how much it just it, it seems like such a great throwback while at the same time kind of being a celebration of the new Mary Poppins. So, um, so yeah, so I'll play just a little bit here of let's see where are you um, of my my number nine choice for original score, uh, and this is the great composer Mark Shaman and what he's done for Mary Poppins Returns. 
Yeah, just a, just a group piece of a little bit of Mary, uh, Mary Poppins' return score. Um, all right, so back over to the song side. Um, okay, so you might as well just accept that I was a big fan of A Star is Born this year. <laughs> and, and unlike in the Academy where they submitted only one song for consideration because there were just so many great songs from A Star is Born, that you're going to hear a lot of Lady Gaga uh, and Bradley Cooper <laughs> on the show. Um, because I just – I thought I, – I, it's there's been so few films recently – that are such a great music film as well. And it, it shows how much attention was paid to the music in this film, just as much as every other element that made A Star is Born so great. Um, and I was just amazed at the level of wonderful original songs that were in this film. So um, so there are a number of them that made my list. Um, so my number eight choice for Best Original Song of this year is you know probably one of the more you know, these were all emotional songs in a very emotional film, but um, my number eight choice is "I'll Never Love Again," uh, performed by Lady Gaga, um, which uh, was a very powerful closing song for the film. Um, so here it is, my choice at number eight. Get ready for Lady Gaga; you'll be hearing her a lot. "I'll Never Love Again."
great, great song at the very end of A Star is Born there by Lady Gaga. I'll Never Love Again, my choice at number eight. Um, okay, so back over to the score side. Let me see if I've been getting things uploaded correctly. Yes, it looks like we're okay. Um, uh, so I was talking about like one of the things that I'm always loving too is, is innovative film scores, but also sort of like with Mary Poppins Returns when a contemporary composer can do something that's such a great throwback. So this is a film that I haven't seen, unfortunately, yet. Um, but a composer who in recent years that I've really admired for his innovations, um, and it's Daniel Hart, uh, who especially last year with The Ghost Story was one of my top film scores of the year. I thought it was just so powerful. And um, But for uh, Robert Redford's uh, final film, The Old Man and the Gun, this was the film that he said would be his last, um, Daniel Hart provides an appropriately um, – you know, kind of throwback score. Uh, you can almost like you listen to the score, and you can almost like hear echoes of the Sting or Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and it seems like just such a great tribute to Redford himself. Um, so, uh, in a film that's kind of an old throwback as well, uh, kind of old caper film, uh, Daniel Hart does an appropriately throwback score, um, and I thought it was the eighth best film score this year. Here's a little bit from The Old Man and the Gun. from the old man of the gun film i hope to catch here soon um 
Okay, so let's come back over to the song side. A little break from the Star is Born here <laughs> with my number seven song. Uh, this is, um, again, unfortunately a film that I haven't seen yet, but uh, certainly one that I have wanted to see um, on the basis of sex. A uh, story about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, some of her early cases before becoming Supreme Court Justice, looks like a very, very powerful film um, in a year that also saw a very powerful documentary, um, RBG, as well. And Kesha did a great original song um, from On the Basis of Sex called Here Comes the Change, uh, a perfect song to capture a lot of the themes of the film. So here's my choice at number seven, Kesha with Here Comes the Change from On the Basis of Sex. We should look to her generation. Protests are important, but changing the culture means nothing if the law doesn't change. What did you say your name was? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We need to take this case. This is not a case. This is a declaration of war. They think gender equality is a civil right. Let's put this idea to bed once and for all. You will lose. And when you do, you will set the woman's movement back ten years. You don't get to tell me when to quit.
Yeah, definitely someone who's no stranger to. Does not appear even once in the U.S. Constitution. Nor does the word freedom. Your Honor. Yeah, so sometimes I forget that I get these clips from YouTube usually, so some of them are music videos that have dialogue and things like that in them. So, <laughs> But yes, uh, Kesha, always known for great, powerful songs, uh, definitely did a great one there for um, that film on the basis of sex, Here Comes the Change. All right, let's go back over to the score side. Um, this was one of the most unique and interesting films this year a lot of people have been talking about, um, and that was the film A Quiet Place. And... As when composer Marco Beltrami uh, had to approach this film, you know it must have been very challenging to try to come up with, you know, because you know horror films especially, you know, we kind of have a lot of traditional. You could you could lump a lot of them in. I can't think of a lot of horror music that have stood out. You know, you can think of Halloween or The Exorcist or, you know, some films like that that have that have had scores that kind of stand out from the usual just striking chords and things to evoke fear. But how interesting to try to approach a score where you know it's about a film. Um, where even a very you know a sound will bring death. Um, so I loved what Marco Beltrami was able to do. Uh, it's such a unique combination of um, you know electronic music, kind of grinding brass, uh, and then the orchestra coming in um, that really provided such a backdrop uh, to make this film powerful. So my number seven score uh, for this year is Marco Beltrami's uh, great original score for the. Very unique horror film, A Quiet Place. So even in something like that, that's kind of more, you know, kind of the orchestra kind of thing, you hear those kind of dissident uh, little 
notes every so often that just kind of tells you something a little off. You know, it just just a great, great score there by Marco Beltrami for A Quiet Place. All right, back over to the song side. Back to A Star is Born, yes. Um, this is just one of my favorite songs in it. I just, again, the the amount of work that went into thinking about through the songs uh, for this film is what helped make it seem even, you know, greater than just, you know, than it could have been. Uh, the music is, is such an integral part of making this film successful. So my number choice, my number choice at number six is, of course, another song by Lady Gaga from A Star is Born. This one called Is That All Right? Um, really, really love uh, that song. Um, I thought it's one of the great, great, like, relationship kind of songs as well. Uh, so Is That All Right? Number six. Life is so simple A little boy, a little girl Laughing and loving Trying to figure out the world It felt like summer When I kissed you in the rain And I know your story But tell me again Nothing you say wouldn't interest me All of your words are like poems to me I would be honored if you would take me as I am Pray that you'll lift me When you know I need help It's a warm celebration Of all of our years I dream of our story Of our fairy tale Family dinners and family trees Teaching the kids to say thank you and please Knowing if we stay together That things will be right Love that song from A Star Is Born. 
Is That All Right, uh, performed by Lady Gaga. So yes, there is more Lady Gaga and more Stars Born to come. <laughs> All right, so let's head over back to the film side. Um, there is one composer who actually had two scores that made my list this year, and it's Nicholas Bertel. And my number six score is just uh, the wonderful, wonderful score that he did for the film If Beale Street Could Talk. Um, you know, you think back to when Nicholas Bertel and Barry Jenkins worked together with Moonlight and how much that musical score for that film made it such a success. Um, and I think even more so in Beale Street, If Beale Street Could Talk, um, Nicholas Bertel had a score that was just you know, again, one of those great ones that could fit in with just, you know, the great kind of film scores they encompass, you know, it, it's not just something like one particular theme just repeated over, but a score that just provides the whole backdrop uh, for the film. And that's really what I felt he did with If Beale Street Could Talk. So my number six score for this year is Nicholas Bertel for If Beale Street Could Talk. And here's a little taste of that one. Hang on. Yeah. Okay. Number six. Yeah, and great, great score by Nicholas Bertel for If Beale Street Could Talk. Um, number six. All right, we're to our top five now for original songs and original scores. We head back over to the original song side. This is a film that I haven't seen yet, but from the moment I heard this song, I just thought it was such a different and unique and powerful song. Um, so it's a film that I can't wait to see. Uh, I've heard a little bit about it. It's called Beautiful Boy, um, and the song is called Treasure, performed by Sampha. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, so at number five. Somewhere 2003, I was hiding, I couldn't face things. I fell 
Yes. Just, uh, it's just such a mesmerizing song. You know, just one of the songs that's just almost like a, I don't know, like some kind of dream experience almost, but a very powerful song there uh, performed by Samsa Treasure from Beautiful Boy. All right, back to the score side. My number five score, uh, this is for the, from the very powerful film First Man. Now, as you can imagine, you know, we've, we've had so many, you know, kind of space epics and films, you know, that, that deal with, you know, great historical moments, and you always kind of associate a certain type of music, uh, you know, with those kind of films. And so I love that, you know, Justin Hurwitz, who did such a great score for La La Land, approached this so differently uh, for a film that was kind of designed to be much more introspective about the astronauts that, you know, because, you know, everybody knows the story, you know, about the uh, the first, the Apollo 11 moon landing, you know. So to get a film like this that really kind of brought us into it in a way that, you know, because, you know, I've seen so many documentaries, so many other films, you know, that approach this to really kind of get into uh, the lives of these astronauts the way that they did. But Justin Hurwitz, with his score for First Man, um, really did something different and unique, you know, that was just kind of unexpected, um, you know, with with this score. Um, and then he used an instrument called the theremin, um, which w- really created a very interesting, you know, kind of mix in this film. You know, so it was really hard to pick like a score to play because there were so many great choices for this. But I chose the one called Crater uh, from First Man because I just thought it gives a great example of just how different uh, the score was than what we might have anticipated. So my number five score of this year is Justin Hurwitz for First Man. Yeah, you can just hear there the uniqueness of that score and and how that 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 strange theremin kind of theme through there gives that whole like otherworldly kind of uh, power to it as well. So just a great score there by Justin Hurwitz for First Man. Another great collaboration between those two for sure. Okay, back on the song side, um, number four. Uh, you know, Black Panther. You know, it's certainly been a film that has been so talked about this year. 
um, certainly one of the great achievements of this year and and could certainly go on to be maybe the first uh, comic book superhero film to be nominated for Best Picture. It's certainly looking that way. And one of the great things is one of the great soundtracks of this year for sure. Not you know not just because of the score, which we'll get to a little bit later, but also um, the songs in this film. And and a great original song in this was called All the Stars. It's performed by Kendrick Lamar and SBA, a song that again perfectly matches the themes of this film, the power of this film. So at number four on my original song side is All the Stars from Black Panther. This is Kendrick Lamar and SBA.
Yeah, it's such a great anthem for a great, great film, Black Panther. Uh, my number four uh, song, All the Stars, performed by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. All right, back to the score side. Uh, as I mentioned, Nicholas Patel was uh, the only composer this year that got on my list twice, um, and the one that I thought was his best score this year was his score for Vice. Um, I just saw this film recently, and it's it's really one of the best films of the year. Adam McKay, you know, who did such a great job with The Big Short, able to take these incredibly complex subjects um, and and really look at American society in in very disturbing ways, but managing to do it with you know a mix of comedy that is a tough balance to do. Not a lot of directors could do, and especially with a film like Vice even, where so much of the events, you know, because this is the film about Dick Cheney, so many of the events that are portrayed, you know, war and the way that our uh, political system was, you know, and constitution even was subverted, you know, um, are certainly disturbing. So to, to keep that, that, that balance of comedy and drama was no short order, and Nicholas Bertel had to do the same thing with the score um, in so many different ways. Like he provided such a backdrop, you know, for able to show some of the, the harrowing scenes of torture and war, you know, and then even the operatic swelling music that plays when we have a fake credit sequence halfway through the film. I mean, I can't wait to talk more about the film itself, but the score itself is just a great combination of so many different tones and moods um that is just so great so again this was another example of having difficulty just picking one um but uh here's a little bit from nicholas Bertel's score for the incredible film vice uh my choice for the fourth best score of this year uh, if i can find it hang on as i'm still finishing uploading as we go here we go Yeah, I picked that one. That's the main theme uh, from Vice, which, again, I thought was original on its own, but just such a great mix of music, like I said, uh, with that score for Vice. All right, back over to the song side. Okay, so you knew this song was going to be on here, being that I was a fan of A Star is Born. This is the one that 
that they officially submitted for Academy consideration, and it's probably the favorite to win at this point. I mean, they did pick a good one. I will say that. I don't think it's the best song from A Star Is Born, but certainly it's up there, and that's why it's number three on my list. And that, of course, is the song "Shallow," which has become the most popular song from that um, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper uh, duet on this song. Um, so here it is, number three, "Shallow" from A Star Is Born.
Yeah, and of course they they pick they probably picked the best song if they were going to only submit one um, for Oscar consideration because it, you know it's it's the pinnacle moment you know when uh, Bradley Cooper's character is able to convince um, Lady Gaga's character to come out and sing, um, and of course that sends her on the the path to becoming the Star Is Born. So um, great song choice. I do hope it goes on to win the Oscar. Um, my number three choice, Shallow from A Star Is Born. Okay, back to the score side. So I mentioned Black Panther before, and one of the things that I've always been critical um, of recent years, you know, that a lot of film scores for these superhero films don't really stand out. You know, like you think back to like growing up with Superman and the great John Williams score, you know, you can just immediately like think of that. I mean, but when you think of like the Marvel movies, especially, I mean, can you really think of something beyond just maybe the Avengers basic theme, you know, but do really any of them really stand out on their own? Not really, at least not in my opinion. But Black Panther, I thought it sh certainly did. Um, something that was, you know, so perfect for the, the story it was telling. Um, uh, much more a kind of a specific score. Uh, and of course, with a lot of South African um, influences and drumming uh, that comes into it, it was Ludwig Gorenson who provided the score for Black Panther. Um, and I thought it was just a, a great, great, finally, you know, a superhero score that really kind of stood out. So my choice for the number three film score of this year, Ludwig Gorenson for Black Panther. Yeah, just a great score. Great to have another like 
in recent times a superhero film have a good score that kind of stands out and you can actually remember after the film is over. Um, Number three there. All right, back on the song side. Uh, My number two song uh, came from a film that I haven't yet seen, um, but I've heard kind of mixed reviews on uh, a film called Boy Erased. Uh, Certainly a very powerful story, you know, about um, a son who's being outed as gay to his parents, played by Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe. And, and of course, with, with them, you know, not believing in that, trying to reconcile all of that, um, and then trying to pressure their son into attending a conversion therapy program. Certainly a story that sounds very powerful, and I know for sure, you know, I haven't seen the film, like I said, but this song I thought was, you know, just a, a perfect kind of companion to sort of the themes that are in this film. So it's my number two song of this year, Revelation from Boy Erased, and this is performed by Troye Sivan and Jonzi. I probably pronounced those wrong, which, you know, my number two song of this year. Your revelation Won't you liberate from a holy God. Your revolution, I will liberate enough as the walls come
so like I said, just even hearing the song um, and kind of knowing just the themes of that film, it seems like such a perfect companion uh, to that and just a powerful song on its own, Revelation from Boy Erased. All right, let's go back up to the score side. Uh, my number two score, I was Black Klansman was one of my favorite, favorite films of this year. And I was particularly excited about it to see Spike Lee kind of really returning to the types of films that I think are just, you know, what I've admired for so long from Spike Lee. And when working with uh, jazz man composer Terrence Blanchard again, you know, it makes me think back to the great scores that they've done together before, especially like Malcolm X. Um, so, and I love how, you know, Terrence Blanchard is able to take a lot of, you know, his jazz influences, but then also, like, especially with this film, kind of taking almost kind of Americana themes uh, and kind of putting them in a new different way since this is a film that, you know, is, it has so much to say about race relations and, and telling this incredibly amazing true story that never heard about before. So another great com uh, collaboration between Terrence Blanchard and Spike Lee. Uh, and here's some of the great piece of music from uh, Black Klansman, uh, which I thought was the second best score of this year. That's the song, sorry. <laughs> Jeez. See, this is what happens when I have to upload everything at the last minute. Okay, here we go. Black Klansman.
such a great score there by Terrence Blanchard. Uh, has you know the emotion, the power, and even you know, and it's appropriate for the time, you know, in its 1970s time period. So great, great score there for Black Klansman, and great to see Spike Lee kind of back to, you know, the really great films that I've always loved Spike Lee for. Okay, before we jump back over to the song side, I want to kind of close out with this, my number one song. Let's let's finish up the scores. Um, so my number one score this year. Um, you know, as I talked about at the beginning of the show, you know, I'm always, you know, respond to innovative film scores, you know, and scores that are so instrumental to the success of their films. And the composer Johnny Greenwood, you know, I've talked about before um, in past years, you know, usually working with um, Paul Thomas Anderson. And just last year, he did such a great score for Phantom Thread. There's not a single one of his scores that is like the other, you know, like so many other composers, you know, you can kind of hear different similar themes and so many of their work. But Johnny Greenwood, like, so tailors his scores to the films that they're a part of. And this was a smaller film this year. Uh, you Were Never Really Here uh, with Joaquin Phoenix, um, which is a, a pretty brutal film, a very fractured story about a destabilized hitman um, who really only finds himself through violence. Um, and the power of the score is that it allows you to, as much as the film does, to allow you to get into the head of this character. You know, the music just – you listen to this, and it, it really kind of makes you feel, you know, the what's going on in this man's head, you know, which is not a, an easy feat uh, to be able to do. Um, so, you know, and Johnny Greenwood, like, has so much great stuff going on here with, you know, some of his dissonant uh, rhythms that we hear in it, you know, which can be very unsettling, you know, and then you can get some moments of really beautiful harmony. So it's really hard kind of picking out you know, just one to play here, but um, I just thought it was the most powerful score of this year. So original, so unique, and Johnny Greenwood just just keeps knocking it out of the park. So my best original score for this year is by Johnny Greenwood for You Were Never Really Here.
just mesmerizing listening to it again. But yeah, and another one of those scores that could just stand on their own, like you just listen to that and just be taken on quite a journey. Um, so Johnny Greenwood, one of our great, great film composers these days, does another one this year, my number one choice for the best film score of the year from You Were Never Really Here. Okay, now we're to number one on the original song side. Well, like I said, obviously A Star is Born was one, you know, one of my favorite films of this year, one of the best musical achievements, as I've said, of, of recent years. Um, but there was, you know, and, and I've had three other songs that, that I thought were all great. I mean, I, could, I probably could have put a couple more on this list from the film since all of those songs were so, so good. But I think for me, the best song was also just one of the just more amazingly powerful songs this year, one of the more powerful relationship songs of this year, uh, Always Remember Us This Way. Um, and it also comes at a very integral part of the film. Um, but this one for me just was the song that I just found myself most connected to this year uh, that I thought was just so original, so great. Uh, the great Lady Gaga uh, performing this one. So just, just a great, great song. So so anyway, we'll close it out uh, with uh, the playing of that song. So um, hmm, any final thoughts on 2018? <laughs> uh, well, as I alluded to in my past show, and as you can tell by kind of the, the you know, unpredictable schedule for the show, obviously not having as much time, uh, 2018 will certainly go down as one of the more um, difficult years for me personally. Um, I'm really hoping 2019 – is a lot, lot better. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, I, I guess there's not a lot that I can, I can really say at this point. Um, you know, but I, I do hope for all of you, um, a great, great year ahead. Have a safe uh, New Year's Eve uh, tomorrow, whatever it is that you're going to do. Um, and as far as the schedule for the show, uh, the film, like I said, the film award season picks back up. So we have the Golden Globes coming up next Sunday on the sixth. Uh, followed by the Critics' Choice the following weekend, SAG Awards coming up, and then the Oscar nominations, of course. So again, I will be scheduling shows uh, to uh, keep talking about the Film Awards season. Certainly after the Golden Globes, I'll try to do a post-Golden you know, Golden Globes show um, that following week. It's just finding the schedules for when I'll do these shows is, is going to be variable. Um, so if, you just, if you're patient, just keep checking blogtalkradio.com slash Oscar Oscar. Um, and just kind of see when when I'm able to get these shows in. Uh, but there are some ones you can count on. Uh, January 14th is our plan for Darnie and Jamie. We get to talk to those guys again. With this crazy year, I haven't been able to talk to them much. And, of course, with our show being off the air uh, during the Oscar offseason, I don't get to talk to them as much as I used to. But it'll be interesting to connect with them again and hear what their top ten films of this year are. Um, of course, it's the year-end time now, so it's time to catch up for all of us on a lot of films. So. Um, and it's the time of year where I've always joked that, like, you know, I just kind of take up residence in a movie theater to catch everything. Um, so you can plan on that. Um, and then on the Oscar nominations day, which I believe, if I remember right, January 22nd, isn't it? Checking my calendar. Yeah, January 22nd. Um, I will be doing my usual show in the morning to broadcast live uh, the announcement of the Oscar nominations. Darnie will probably join in, calling in, and we'll have our first reactions to all the nominations. Not sure how they're announcing the nominees this year, uh, but we usually get that information just a couple days before. Um, yeah, and then the Oscar season, of course, uh, doing shows while that, and then we have the Oscar prediction special the Thursday before Oscar Sunday. Um, and our panel of five have all committed to returning this year. So anyway, 
so that's what you can count on and just keep checking the schedule and we'll see when we can get shows in. But um, I appreciate you listening in whenever you do. Um, and I, I really do appreciate it. So let's close it out the best film music show with what I thought, thought was the best original song of this year. One that resonated with me a lot um, this year. Um, always remember us this way uh, from the film, a star is born and have a great and happy beginning uh, to 2019. Thanks for listening, everybody, and I will see you in 2019. All right, listen. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to do a song tonight, David. I want you to remember. Oh, no. You're going to do the one that I love. Come on. 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 She's going to sing her original song. Thank you. But I was on the sky Burning in your eyes Your love kept me Babe, I want to catch on fire It's buried in my soul Like California gold And the band won't